Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Brian Dainsburg Podcast, Christian Living in a Complicated World. I'm your host, Brian Dainsburg, lead pastor of Alliance Bible Church located in beautiful Southeast Wisconsin. And I have a, uh, a guest with me who's been here before, Pastor Dwayne Somersell. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Dwayne is one of the pastors on staff uh, at Alliance Bible Church and uh, in uh, increasing workload as we've put some things on his plate, like baptism and church membership, and and uh, he's doing a great job with it. Uh, let's get down to it. The question we're asking today is, is church attendance optional? Is church attendance optional now? <laughs> Just for the sake of simplifying our approach to this, let's take out the X factor of a pandemic. And uh, let's let's just assume so-called normal conditions as we hmm. tackle that question. Um, though it's a question that could be addressed mm-hmm. with many right. of the things that we're going to talk about today. But uh, just for the sake of uh, making this an easier approach, is church attendance optional? Take out the factor of a pandemic, and let's get after this. What do you think, Pastor Dwayne? How would you, when you hear the question, how? What's your approach? How do you go after that? Yeah, I think that's a it's a great question. It's one to to think about and consider. And as we think about this question, I think it's first helpful to define the word church. Uh, we hear it a lot. We say it a lot. But what does church mean? And the church consists of all those who've been redeemed by the blood of Christ. Right? He is the head of the church. He purchased the church with his blood. And so local churches then are a, a group of baptized believers who are then committed to the pastors of the church and to one another. And what's really interesting is that when you look at Acts chapter 2, you see this language of devotion. Acts 2.42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, the breaking of bread and the prayers. The language of devotion shows that they are committed to one another, which then I think then reinforces the fact that we need to spend time with one another. The church gathers on the Lord's Day on Sundays to to worship the risen Savior, and that's what the early church did, uh, to, to grow together, sit on the preaching of God's Word, to, to use the, the ordinances, baptism, and the Lord's Supper, and to edify and encourage one another in, in Christ. And I think we, we should add to that uh, the, the word church, the word ecclesia, church, We've got to deal honestly with the fact the only authoritative teaching we have on the church, which is the Bible, recognizes just one legitimate manifestation of church, and that's a flesh and blood gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's just what the word church means. So then it makes sense in the passages that you're talking about um, why the scriptures speak that way about the activity of this group of believers. It makes complete sense then. Mm-hmm. It's a flesh and blood gathering. Right, right. And what's interesting, even in the passage in Acts chapter 2, it also says in verse 46, and day by day, 
attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad and generous hearts. They were not only meeting on the Lord's Day to worship Christ together, but then they would actually also spend time with one another uh, throughout the week. There's definitely a, a commitment then to to one another for their their spiritual growth. And so when you look at a verse like Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, which says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. There's a there's a future that we're looking forward to. And so as we are awaiting that day that our Savior returns, we meet together so that we might encourage one another and stir one another on to, to love and to good deeds. You know, it's interesting. Uh, there's kind of some encouragement here because this church leader who's writing Hebrew spots a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's not as though... Um, it's not as though we're the only generation that's ever struggled with this. Right. Um, this has been a struggle for churches throughout the the centuries. Right. So we're not we're not unique with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that encouraging because, well, at least I know I've got partakers of the same struggle mm-hmm. that we face. Today, now the the second thing I think that's interesting about that passage is their absence isn't good for those who do gather. Mm, yeah, yep. Because when you gather, you gather to spur each other on toward love and good deeds and encourage each other. Correct. So you need you need to be in church because those gathered there need your presence. Right. We don't often think about it like that. Right. Um. I you, I don't think of it in terms of well when I'm not there. I'm robbing them. Right, right. Um, third, the overarching theme of Hebrews is an interesting one. It's the perseverance of the saints. It's all about finishing the race. Christians making across the finish line. So it's striking to me that this exhortation to keep meeting together comes within a book that's devoted to cheering believers onto the finish line of the Christian life. Um, as if the writer is saying, listen, if you're going to make it across the finish line, this part of your um, practice mm-hmm. as Christians is important. Right, right. Yeah, that's really important. I think sometimes we kind of think it's just the individual. It's me, right? Christ came to save me, and that's true. And at the same time, he, saved, he came to, to save a people for himself. So when you look at the metaphors in Scripture, you have Christ, who's the bridegroom, or the, the groom, excuse me, and we have the church, who is the bride of Christ. You have the church as the temple or the building. And then one of the other ones is that Christ is the head and we're the body. Uh, Paul picks up on this language in 1 Corinthians 12 to talk about we are individual members, but of one body. So I think this is also important uh, as we think about uh, the church is to think about church membership. Uh, In church membership, you're saying, I am committing myself to this body of believers and, and submitting to the authority of the elders as they care for me. Uh, the same same author in Hebrews actually says in Hebrews chapter 13, he's in verse 17, says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. You have to ask the question, right? Who To what leaders am I submitting to? 
And to what people do the leaders or the elders have to give an account? Church membership actually helps you to recognize who those people are. Uh, First Peter talks about this too. First Peter chapter five. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Be shepherds of God's flock that is among you. Among you. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. And Peter is writing to the elders there and he tells them, right, to shepherd the flock of God that is among you. How does the shepherd know who is among him unless he knows who those have, who are those who have actually been committed to that particular local church? And the reason why that's so important is then so then the, the shepherds know then who they're responsible for. Who is it that I am to care for? Who is it that I am to protect? Who is it that I am to feed? Because we are actually pointing people to the chief shepherd. <laughs> the chief shepherd is the one who oversees all of us. And he has gifted the church with shepherds to care for the flock. If I could put this crassly, <laughs> if you're not here, I'm not responsible for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know it's that it's very blunt mm-hmm. to put it that way, but it is what Peter implies. Mm-hmm. Shepherd the flock that is among you. Right. If you're not here... I'm not responsible for you. I'm not responsible for a flock that's not among me, mm-hmm. for people that's not among me. Yeah, and I think it's important too, even as you think about that, is that what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, as he talked about the the members of the body, he talks about actually the members caring for one another as well. So not only do the shepherds care for the body, for the for the flock, but the members as well are to care for one another. So it's important that the the body of Christ actually looks out for and encourages one another. So when I'm not here, I make it very difficult for for them to do that. Correct. Correct. They've been charged with this responsibility. Correct. And when I'm not here, I'm making it impossible Mm -hmm. for them to make good on that. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think it's important then, like, as you you see, right, one of the the words that you see for shepherd is an, an overseer. Right. He gives oversight to the congregation so that when there are sheep that are missing, just like the good shepherd, he goes after those sheep. So the shepherds go after those sheep. Other sheep go after those sheep to see and see like, hey, you know, I didn't see you this past Sunday or I haven't heard from you in a while. How could I be praying for you? Is there anything that you're struggling with? How can I be there for you? That's what the body of Christ is supposed to be be there for. This isn't really something we had talked about beforehand, but but talk about the Lord's Supper. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not here mm-hmm. and I'm missing, right. I'm participating in the Lord's Supper. Um, is that just kind of a benign thing that I'm mm-hmm. missing out on? That is, uh, is the Lord's Supper? Well, you know, it's nice, nice to have, but mm-hmm. not a need. Right. So. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I think both the ordinances are so important when it when it comes to ecclesiology or or what the church is is or about. And when when you look at First Corinthians eleven, you see that the Lord's Supper was a was communal. It's meant to be uh, partaking or that we take it together as a body of Christ. And in the in the Lord's Supper, we are reminded that my sins have been forgiven. And that Christ has saved this people for himself. So it is important for us to be committed to uh, the Lord's Supper, be reminded, because I think God uses that to actually to strengthen our faith. 
And again, it's in the context of the local church. That's why Paul was so concerned about those who in Corinth were then despising the the rest of the body in the context of the Lord's Supper. It's something that you eat together and you're reminded that we're all on the same level. We all need the grace of God in Christ. What else would you add to this? So the question is, is church attendance optional? Is church attendance optional? What else what else would you offer us to think about? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's good to think about. I think it's it's helpful for us to have a good understanding of the church. If we don't have a good understanding of it, then we're not going to necessarily care much about it. But what's interesting is that what well, what Paul says about the church in Ephesians 3 is really helpful. He says that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authority in the heavenly places. So it's, it's, a, a, it's amazing to think about that God is using his church to display his wisdom. And then you think about that in the context of those who don't know Christ. The church is called to make disciples. And we are called to make disciples for the honor of God, for the honor of Christ, and to, to bring others others to his name. So the church must be a beacon in the community to proclaim Christ, to share Christ, and also to build one another up in the faith. And so it's important then that we actually meet together so that we can accomplish that. Also in Ephesians, which is a fantastic book on ecclesiology, Mm -hmm. uh, ecclesiology is a fancy name for the study of the church or Mm -hmm. theology of the church. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter five, and this is something that a professor of mine in seminary actually pointed out um, to me. He, uh, Paul writes in Ephesians 5, starting in verse 15, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit... Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Uh, there's a lot going on in here, but but one of the things that's happening is, is that we're commanded here to be filled with the Spirit. It's an imperative form, be filled with the Spirit. Um, the <laughs> the challenge is it's not something that we do to or for ourselves. It's a passive voice imperative verb. It means it's something that God does. But the the there are participles, the ing words that follow this. And and my professor is making the case they're instrumental participles, which means God is using means to continue to fill us with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. In other words, God is using the various spiritual activities of the flesh and blood gathering, that's important, that's where this is happening, to continually fill his people with the Spirit. So our souls are just too valuable, too valuable to ignore the flesh and blood gathering. There is real spiritual good that happens when God's people gather and do this thing that we call church today. What else would you add? Is there anything else you'd add to this? Yeah, and just even going off of that, uh, Paul points out 
there's a few one another's in that in those pat in that verse addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual song submitting to one another and actually all throughout the new testament you see these one another's so the question is how do you do those one another's unless you're actually spending time with one another how which many is are so there? Huge. you know i did how many there there's a lot <laughs> yeah. i once had a list yeah. it took two, two pages single spaced yeah, yeah. Yeah, impossible to do if you're not with believers. Correct, correct, right. And so for some people, right, there's uh, we need to look at our priorities and see what's what's actually important. And if you look at what Christ has done, the the imagery in, in Ephesians five is that Christ is the head of the church, which is his body, but Christ is also the one who laid his life down for his bride. So if Christ loved his bride, that he laid down his life for her. Uh, we should have a desire and love for the church. And if you don't, you pray, right? You pray, God, give me a greater desire for for Christ. Give me a greater desire for your bride. Uh, for some people, it's because they've been hurt by the church. Right? And so it's hard for them to to gather. It's hard to open up. Uh, but the, as you even mentioned, right, the church is the means by which we we actually grow. The church is what God uses to grow us and also to bring many many more to to Christ. So, uh, someone who's really struggling to not just behaviorally participate in church, but struggling with a mindset and attitude towards church that may be out of alignment from with what they've heard today. How would what, what is their next step? Mm-hmm. What would you? How would you help them make progress? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I think one would be just asking them to to talk to another brother or sister in Christ. Like say, hey, I'm I'm having a hard time with understanding the whether it's the importance of church or church in general, you know, talk to another pastor. But then also spend time in in God's word and prayer, right? Look at places like in Ephesians or to the letters that that Paul writes to these churches. And then you'll start to see how important the the local church is. Uh, spend time in prayer asking God for for the the wisdom uh, for the the grace and the strength, the love for the local church, uh, so that we can actually start to appreciate appreciate it more. Because another thing to think about is that right, every Sunday is actually a glimpse of the new heaven and the new earth, where we will be worshiping the triune God for all eternity. It's a uh, every Sunday is a glimpse of that eternal rest, that joy that we will have before the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, you say that I. Uh... I think it was Spurgeon who's saying, if you have no desire for holiness now, what makes you think heaven will be of any interest mm, to you? Yep, yep. Well, similarly, mm-hmm. if if the gathered church and what we do when we gather together is of no mm-hmm. interest to you, what makes you think heaven will be of any interest mm-hmm. yep. to you? You're right, because the gathered church is a harbinger mm-hmm. of the new heavens and the new earth. Right. It's not Disney World. <laughs> It is the church that is a harbinger of the new heavens and the new earth. It's the closest thing to heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Right. Is a gathered church. Yep. yep. Why wouldn't you want to be there? Right. Yeah. Pastor Dwayne, thank you for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thank you for tuning in. And I know that if, if Alliance Bible Church is your home church, I look forward to seeing you in church on Sunday. <laughs> if Alliance Bible Church is not your home church, I know your pastor mm-hmm. looks forward to seeing you on Sunday. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>